0: My name is Todd Sullivan, and you're listening to When Ban Things Happen to Good People. This is a podcast dedicated to censorship in the arts. Um, not with me today, but uh, someone who you'll be hearing from shortly is Oren Barter. He's the co-host of this podcast with me uh, and also co-producer. Um, And I wanted to step in before this podcast started because um, things are a little bit different here. Um, This is not technically the first episode of the podcast. This is kind of um, an episode zero or a a, a weird prequel kind of thing. Uh, We had sat down uh, to record, uh, to make a test recording and make sure that, you know, we had all the kinks worked out. And, uh, And as we were doing the test recording, we ended up chatting quite a bit, um, and a lot of the, the chatter went about the podcast and about what we were hoping to accomplish with the podcast, uh, some of the books we might be reading on the podcast, and that sort of thing. And and when it was all said and done, I kind of felt like there was enough content there to make kind of like a, a bonus episode of uh, kind of like a behind-the-scenes peek at how we were conceiving this, how we were going to be building it, and, uh, and hopefully... Uh hopefully I'm correct that there's enough material here to make it interesting um it is a bit off the cuff uh and it was is probably a little less polished than uh, hopefully our actual recordings will be I know there's some uh there was some audio issues on Oren's end um well, it technically was on my end but it affected Oren's voice. My headset was bleeding some audio into the microphone and so we ended up with a weird echo on his voice, which I think is mostly covered but might show up in a few places uh just be aware of that um and when we're discussing the first book that uh, we're going to be reading uh, in the podcast, um, I don't think we mentioned the name of the book for quite some time. So I will mention now that the book is called uh, *The Turner Diaries*. Um, we chose it; I chose it as the first book because it's it's banned uh, in Canada, uh, and being as we're Canadians, that seemed like uh, an interesting uh, topic to look at. Um, hopefully, as I said, there's enough, uh, entertainment value here for you to enjoy and, uh, and hope you'll come back for what will be our actual first podcast, uh, episode one, where we'll talk about why we wanted to do a book or a podcast on, uh, band media, why, um, we're going to read the Turner Diaries and, uh, and more. Um, all right. Thanks for listening.
1: Can you hear me, like, drinking really loud? Is that super loud?
0: It was fairly loud, yeah.
1: Okay. So, when we're doing the thing, if I'm going to take a sip, I should turn away.
0: Probably, yeah. Did you hear that one? Nope, not at all.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: How about me? Here, I'm going to take a drink.
1: Okay. Did you hear anything? A little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try one more time, Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: Just barely, just barely. (laughs) You can take it back a little bit. Did you get my email? Did the book get through to you?
1: Oh, I haven't even checked.
0: Okay. I thankfully um, didn't have to even look for it. I still had my PDF copy from when I read it before.
1: Oh, you've read it already.
0: I have. I have read it already, and it's fucking terrible. I'll tell you that right (laughs) off the bat. Um, But I think... It, it it'll be interesting to read kind of in the um in this current political climate cuz it's very much like a um extreme right-wing power fantasy story
1: oh god the cover
0: um and it was i believe the um I uh, can't remember what the, the bombing was. It was like the a federal building in Oklahoma City. And the, the guy who, who did that bombing um, had read the book. And in fact, there was the bomb that he used was very similar to um, actually not just the bomb, but the, the, the where he placed it and the building that he attacked were kind of inspired by an attack that took place in this book.
1: And that would be why it got banned.
0: Um, I think it's more generally banned in Canada um, uh, uh, for hate speech, I believe. But I have to look into that.
1: What was the book that the Columbine was a Stephen King novel, right? Um, I don't. Did that one get banned afterwards? Like after this, or was did Stephen pull it off oh, the shelves himself?
0: Um, I don't know if that one was in, uh, a case in Columbine, but in a number of school shootings, um, yeah, students had read uh, Rage, which was a book that he had published under the name Richard Bachman. And yes, in fact, a couple of years ago, uh, King did pull that from publication um, on his own.
1: That would be a good one to talk about as well.
0: That would be, uh, and that's because that's
1: kind of self censorship, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I wouldn't mind. I've been wanting to reread that anyway because that, I was a f- big fan of that book when I was in high school, and um, and I haven't read it since. And that another one is going to be tricky to track down because it's not just banned in certain areas. It's like he's pulled it from publication everywhere, so you, you can't get a copy anymore unless you're trolling. So,
1: well, I'm sure. I'm sure somebody has one if we. Asked around
0: yeah anyone who has a copy of my mom the... might
1: have one because she's got like everything stephen king and his fucking what do you call them a lot lies, aliases I yeah talk shut up um
0: if anyone has a copy of like the original version of the bachman books that have the four early uh bachman novels it'll be in there um and i probably have a copy of that in a box somewhere but i don't know where it is um and i found i think a a PDF or some kind of an ebook online that was really, really badly formatted and was a huge pain in the ass to try to read. Um, but yeah, I'm sure. I mean, walk into any used bookstore, and you could probably find a copy there because you know King is pretty, pretty much everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, thinking about that book was another kind of inspiration for the podcast idea because I do want to revisit that one. And thought it would be interesting to, to talk about in that context of, you know, having it pulled from publication by the author.
1: Now, I mean, we're going to be reading books that are banned, and they're going to be banned for reasons. Like, I don't think anything's banned because it makes you feel too good. Like, mm-hmm. are, we a little wor- are we a little worried about our mental state, do- like diving into the minds of these really fucked up people?
0: I don't know I'm not are you a little bit hmm. okay that's fair um no i've I've always had a it
1: doesn't mean I'm not gonna do it
0: yeah um i I think I'm fairly capable of experiencing you know bad or difficult or challenging work and you know coming out the other side not really changed for it. I mean, I guess you always end up changed to some degree, but like, you know, as an example, when I read the Turner Diaries before, it wasn't like I came out of that going like, yeah, white power. It was more like I had a better understanding of that mindset. I wasn't, I didn't hold that mindset, but it it gave me a peek inside of the the processes that these, that, that sort of people are thinking. And I, I felt that was valuable, if that makes sense.
1: To have that, yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: I mean, it doesn't make me.
1: I'm it not just makes me sa- more empathetic.
0: I don't know if it necessarily makes sure. me more empathetic, because uh, that's not the point I'm trying to make. I'm not trying to say like I came away going, yeah, I, I get what they're what they're where they're coming from. It's but it's more like like when you when you see some of these people. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is empathy or, or... or I mean,
1: empathy doesn't necessarily mean that you agree with them or that you think that they're... That that you feel less... Maybe even empathy might even make you feel more hatred towards it, like a certain thought process, right? Like, empathy doesn't necessarily mean you agree. It just means you understand, right?
0: Well, empathy towards that sort of mindset, but...
1: Sympathy... That would be, yeah. You wouldn't want to feel sympathy. To something like That's that,
0: true. But, but it definitely either, it, it, either
1: way. You're either way. We're pathetic.
0: They right? <laughs> were pathetic no matter what. That's right. Um. And and I mean they're going to be banned for different things too, right? Like some of them are going to be, you know, like I, I think I was talking to you about the perks of being a wallflower is another one that I read because the um, there was a, a someone in Camloops here that was trying to get it pulled from either the the library or the curriculum. I can't remember which it was. Um, and that was more about sort of honest discussion of what's going on in the lives of teenagers, you know, um, sexuality and homosexuality and, and drug use and, and all that sort of thing. And nothing in it was particularly like, it wasn't offensive to me. It it was all very real.
1: So long. Just
0: kidding. But the opening or the book? I don't think the book is that long, is it?
1: No, I'm just I'm just scrolling it. There's a whole bunch of pages. There's like at least fifty. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just fucking with you. But I have not read for a while, so this, well, will and that was, this will be good for me. This will be good for me.
0: That was the other thing I was thinking about too: is figuring out um, how to break it down. Because um, first of all, we should the thing with doing a podcast is it should be published. Regularly, there should be like a set Mm -hmm. day. It comes out Sundays or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Every week, every two weeks, whatever. However, we want to break it down. Uh, So then it becomes looking at your your publishing schedule and saying how much can we reasonably read in that time, and how much is enough? Because ten pages. I mean,
1: right. I mean, right now. I mean, fuck. Let's do the Art of War. Jesus. (laughs) Has that been banned?
0: (laughs) What's that? Has that been banned?
1: I don't think
0: so. Okay, um, <laughs> but you know, ten pages isn't enough to have a discussion about. Um, you know, yeah. you'd need something like fifty to a hundred pages. Um, so then, you know, looking at a book that's say, you know, three hundred and fifty pages long, you know, do you Holy do fuck. what?
1: Oh, sorry, I'll tell you after you're done.
0: Is three hundred fifty pages a big book for you? Yeah.
1: No, that's fine. Like in a week you mean? <laughs> well,
0: not for the not not finishing. But like let's say, you know, each week we like say you break that up into four eighty page sections. And then oh, okay. then yeah, you know it. eighty pages over the course of a week shouldn't be that difficult to oh, jam no. in no, with, no, no. you know. I mean I'm reading other books at the same time, so blah blah but blah. Yeah, blah.
1: like like I've read you know I've read like Fucking three hundred page books in a couple of days just because I was so into it. Like, I mean, I, I, I can read. I do enjoy reading. I just haven't done it for a long time.
0: Yeah, and that's that's a challenge too. Um, like you said, you can read a big book in um, a short period of time if it's a good book. And you know, I, I know like again, the Turner Diaries is not a good book. Um, it's not. <laughs> it's not just a bad ideas. It's if memory serves me correctly, fairly badly written as well. Um, so it may be a bit more of a chore to get through, but again, that's why you sort of break them up into, um, smaller chunks. And then, yeah, like I said, I think 80 to hundred pages is probably enough content, um, to talk about for a while before, you know, ending the episode and, and moving on. Cause you want to sort of keep, I think, podcast lengths probably no more than an hour, really. Um,
1: yeah, that seems, yeah. An hour, nobody want to listen to us for more than an
0: hour. Yeah. So you know, trying to zero in on like thirty to forty-five minutes, um, most of the podcasts I listen to are in the forty-five minute to maybe just an hour and ten-minute kind of range. So that seems to be at least for. You know hmm? No, I don't I know what. We
1: should, I think we should really, we should change the format. You know, we should really come at it with like a revolutionary standpoint. You know, two and a half minute sound bites.
0: Two and a half minute sound bites. There we go. No. We're we'll uh no, I, instead of I, I breaking it, quick oh sorry. We just discuss one page at a time. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> this page first word is the. What's your thoughts on that?
0: That's one of my favorite words.
1: It's I see it a lot.
0: It's a great starting point for a, a story, I think.
1: I thought once was a good starting point for
0: a story. Once can be a good starting point too. The point the, the, the what makes both of those really good starting points is that it leaves you hanging about what's coming next. It doesn't give you too much information. It gives you just enough to want to go to that next word and find out.
1: Hey, uh, I had a I had a thought. Yes, I'll just throw it at you. Censorship on social media, too. But I don't know if you want to just strictly stick to like art.
0: Well, tell me what you mean by censorship, censorship on social media.
1: I oh, don't know, we were just talking about censorship and all that and I'm I'm just you know, like, I'm scrolling... You know, I've been reporting quite a few things as as fake news that are showing up in my newsfeed, mm-hmm. right? Like, And some things are actually being censored by Facebook. Like, I've scrolled down, and a post had come up, and uh, it's, it's like, blurred, it's covered, or even, like, the graphic images and stuff like that. But I th- think maybe you were more geared towards, like, books and film and, and art.
0: Yeah, but I do think... Um there, there could definitely be, you know, maybe between one book and another book, we could take a break to talk about things like that. Because there is there is an interesting discussion to be had about, you know, where you draw those lines and, you know, the concerns of, you know, on the one hand, you have people freaking out that, you know, um, Facebook is, is censoring us and Facebook is robbing us of our freedom of speech. And then you have the flip side, which is, no, Facebook is stepping in to prevent the dissemination of bad and inaccurate information. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I saw somebody else talking recently about um, a law that was passed in Canada, I think last year, making it, or a revision to an existing law, and it had to do with making um, false statements about politicians or political parties and how it used to be that um, you could be charged if you made those statements knowingly. And they've removed the knowingly from the wording of the law. And I think that's to, to hit on those people who are just hitting you know, share mm-hmm. on a Facebook post.
1: They're not doing it. They don't have any like malicious intent behind it. It's it. not
0: even... It's, they, they, don't, they, they think it's accurate.
1: Well, that's what I mean, right? That's what, when you knowingly spread false information. You have a malicious. You've got an agenda. Yeah. Right. When but, you share something because you think it's real, but it's actually fake, you're still doing damage, but you're not being malicious, right? Like you're not you're not tr- attempting to harm people.
0: No, but you it's think still you're helping. But it's, it still, it still is harmful, yeah. and I think that's exactly. We're at a point where there's so much bad information being spread through Facebook. Unknowingly by people, that we do have to have something in place, whether it's it's Facebook monitoring it, whether it's it's a law, um, you know, to curb that that sort of thing from happening. And but yeah, I'm certainly down to having you know that kind of a conversation. Maybe you know, either we do it between books, or we do a very special episode, or you know, whatever. But yeah, that's nice
1: on a very special.
0: (laughs) But yeah, the, certainly those sorts of things. And, and again, you know, if there's a particular controversy that comes up, like even, you know, if you're already doing the podcast, then like, yeah, right now having one discussing, you know, the the COVID-19 and, and 5G and that sort of thing might be worthwhile because it's, it's newsworthy and it's sort of something that's happening right now, so.
1: And it's also kind of like, you know, you, you wanted to not only talk about the banned books, but you wanted to talk about censorship, mm-hmm. right? and the, like that's exactly you know I, I think that people do need to be protected from bad information, bad you know they they like people do need protection, and I think that is the government's responsibility, but who's in charge of that like like who actually bans these books like who makes the decision
0: yeah, I think. In most cases, um, and even in Canada, I'm not sure that, you know, that the Turner Diaries was necessarily banned at like a governmental level. But I think it's more that, um, you know, it was rejected from libraries. Because I think that's where most, at least in in Canada and the U.S., that's where most of it happens. It's at the library level where someone says this should not be available. Um,
1: so, so the people that are distributing the media, the medium, right? Like are controlling a little bit, uh, not
0: even so much distributing. It's the ones, again, I think it's libraries and I think it comes down to people saying this book shouldn't be easily accessible. I don't want right. my kids to, you know, or even walk into a you library
1: know, or walk into a school library
0: and have access to the information Canadians book. Right.
1: Um, because clearly you got access to this book you're not going to get fined. You're not going to get in trouble for it. Like, you can access this book.
0: Yes. And I, I think it would be, yeah. I mean, well, you know, there could be a fine for possessing it. But, um, you know, there are countries, though, like I think if you look at, at China or, you know, maybe North Korea, mm-hmm. those are countries where there would be government lockdowns on certain books for the same reasons. It's because we don't want those ideas uh, invading our... minds of our citizens Um, but I think it's generally a little more mellow in like the US and Canada
1: and probably a little more democratic too like not just because we're a democracy but like it's probably more people have their hand in saying this is no good yeah I mean rather than just one specific ideology saying we don't want this because it hurts our image or you know I mean they would never say that yeah Dude, Barometer Rising is banned in Canada? What?
0: Barometer Rising?
1: I read that shit, man. Was it good? It was actually pretty good. It was kind of fucked up.
0: That's the other thing, too, is that, you know, there are a lot of.
1: I cannot, and this one I cannot buy. (laughs) No? On Google Play, it is not giving me that option. But it is asking me, Wikipedia is like, do you like this book?
0: Oh, there's I'm looking at maybe the same list as you now, because I do see barometer rising.
1: That would be a good one to do. Is it? I think so. I'm surprised that it's banned. Well, see, but here's an
0: example. In, in the explanation I'm reading here, um, the uh, Manitoba's Department of Education decided to remove the novel um, from the high school curriculum. They objected to the vulgarity and language used, though they later admitted to not having read the novel. So, you know, here's an example where you know, you're surprised that it was banned. But in in this case, the people who banned it hadn't even read it. They didn't even know why they were banning it. Somebody came to them and said, you know, we think this book should be taken out of the library. Right, and they were just like, okay, whatever. Um, (laughs) And that's usually what it is. It's usually, um, I think, probably schools more often than, you know, public libraries. um, But even public libraries, too. Uh, But it's about, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that it it sits on that line of this shouldn't be accessible to students because you know they're they're either too young or um, too you know the in, too impressionable. The information in the books are of questionable um, use, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, but one of the things that I, I felt about. Um, the perks of being a wallflower <clears throat> is that it's a showing that certain behaviors are op- not terrible, it doesn't mean that your kids are gonna immediately do drugs if they read a book that is you know contains teenage drug use. But it does hopefully maybe help open the door them feeling comfortable talking about it
1: or it opens the door to them feeling comfortable doing it right like like you say it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to but it might make the idea more accessible to them
0: yeah and um I'm not gonna run out and say that I you know hundred percent condone teenagers smoking pot or drinking but um... I do <laughs> okay
1: no <laughs> Just because I was a teenager who drank and smoked pot, but...
0: Well, I was a teenager who drank. Um, was, I think it was harder to get pot when I was in high school, but... But fun. I don't know that necessarily yeah. is, is, is good. Seven books you never knew were banned from Edmonton, Edmonton Public Library. This One Summer by Mariko Tamaki and Jillian Tamaki. It's a graphic novel. It is the story of two friends, Rose and Windy, who spend their summers together at Owago Beach. In 2016, the book was removed from Minnesota School Library because the content was deemed inappropriate for conclusion in the library. The Giver by Lois Lowry. The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Alexie.
1: So, like, the more I'm looking at these banned books, the more I'm seeing that there's no... None of these books seem to be universally banned in Canada. Like, they're just frequently banned. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That seems to be the case.
1: Margaret Atwood.
0: Yeah, she comes up a lot. Boring as fuck. I wouldn't mind. I haven't read The Handmaid's Tale. I wouldn't mind reading that. How about most frequently?
1: The Golden Compass.
0: Yeah, I'd like to read that one, too.
1: Catholic school boards have widely voted to ban Philip Pullman's trilogy. Yep. Just Um, like when they were trying to ban fucking Harry Potter.
0: No, the thing with the the Golden Compass is it's basically um, the Narnia series, but for atheists. So uh, was the
1: Narnia series religion? I guess it kind of was.
0: It absolutely was. Um, C.S. Lewis was um, um, a very, 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 very strong Christian, has written a lot of uh, Christian apologetics, and um, the Narnia series was very, very, very much a Christian allegory. Aslan was Jesus. Um, he died and uh, came back.
1: Right. I'm not not a fucking Christian, so I don't think about that every time somebody comes back to life.
0: No, but the thing is, like, so I read the entire series, um, uh, the entire Narnia series, when I was in probably late elementary school. And the very last book of the series makes it abundantly obvious that um, it was about, like, god and and everything else like they end up the kids end up dying on a train somewhere and three of them move on to like to live in Narnia forever in peace and harmony but one of them was a sinner so they don't go and um right it was very very clear by the end of the series um the rest of them were more more allegorical
1: uh, how old were you when you when you read those
0: like I said, probably grade six or seven.
1: And what but, did you think? You were like, fuck that guy.
0: No, I was more like, ah, I didn't expect it to go in this direction when we got here.
1: But you understood that, you understood which direction it went.
0: I did, but that's because parent, I was...
1: your parents are, are religious, right?
0: Yeah, and I was I was raised Christian, and I went to Sunday school and all that. So I did, I did oh, recognize... Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing we need to figure out is what to call it.
1: It needs a name... Censorship, but the sense in censorship is S E N C, no, S E N S E. Uh, I know how to spell. (laughs) No. How
0: about C E N T
1: S? Censorship.
0: Yeah,
1: it's like. Right. Here's our two cents. Censorship. I don't know what no. you what. What did you have in mind? I don't know. I had a, a you know. This is your baby, man.
0: I, I had things like books they don't want you to read, or um, we read it so you don't have to, or um, but those are terrible ideas too. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have. I don't currently have like a winner, is what I'm saying. So, right. um, Give it some thought. I'll give it some thought.
1: You know we need we need we need a a third person. We need a woman named Anna. We can call it Band Anna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then why aren't our names in the title?
1: Because <laughs> she's hot. I don't know. Sex sells.
0: So how about then? It's Band Anna, except Anna is never on the podcast because she's been banned from the podcast.
1: <laughs> That's, that's why little, she's. That's a little too meta. I think. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what. But that's
0: it's true. She's bandana. Uh <laughs> and getting the band back together.
1: <laughs> um. I mean, if we just focused on good books people bad reading bad school. books. <laughs> I like that one actually <laughs> Why do bad books happen to good people?
0: <laughs> Not why do It's when When bad books happen to good people
1: Right, right, right
0: And that's even better Because it would be This is this is the result <laughs> our, our conversation is the result Of when When bad books happen to good people I
1: totally I had an idea I don't
0: mind that one actually I kind of dig
1: it When bad books happen to good people?
0: Yeah well, because you know there was, um, there is a book called When Bad Things Happen to Good People. Are you familiar with that?
1: Nope.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. When Bad Things Happen to Good People. When Bad Books Happen to Good People. What do you think? I'm leaning on that one right now. I like it. And we could even go as far as we could change bad to band.
1: When banned books happen to good people.
0: Yeah. Because I would argue that some of these books um, are good. You know, I know um, Lolita has been banned in many places, and I quite enjoyed that book.
1: Never heard of that one. What? What's it about?
0: Um, it's about... Uh, 40-year-old dude who falls in love with a 12-year-old girl.
1: Sounds gross.
0: Uh, it is, but it's also one of the most beautifully written books I've ever read.
1: Added to the list, motherfucker.
0: Well, thank you for listening to that, that first probably slightly weird episode of when banned things happen to good people. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Hope uh, you'll come back for more.